0: Welcome back to the I'm Open podcast. We've got a very special episode for you today. It's our first ever episode with a live studio audience. We have got two very special guests in studio today to discuss when massages go too far, whether it's good or bad luck to get pooped on by a bird, and why this spelling bee needs to be more physical, all coming up next on I'm Open Podcast. So we've got a very special episode today for the I'm Open family, and we've got our very first episode with a live studio audience. So everyone, just say, say hi to the I'm Open family. <laughs> wow. It is popping, as you can tell, it's popping here in the studio. It's crowded, it's hot, and they're really excited. They've been waiting and waiting, and there is a waiting list for this, but if you guys would like to be, uh, you know, come watch the show live, uh, you know, hit me in the DMs, and uh, we'll we'll get you guys on the wait list for one of the next upcoming episodes. So, we've got a very special guest with us today, Michael Weiler. You might know him from uh, Michael and Luke. You might know him from Instagram. You might know. What else might they know you from? Everything. 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 And we're blessed to have him in the studio today. We go way back, and uh, we're, we're, we've got a lot of topics to cover, so I just want to get right into it. Now, just a couple days ago, the Chicago White Sox. Now, I usually try not to have baseball topics because I like to keep my audience awake. But um, <laughs> in this case, I got to do it because we have what a lot of people were calling the very worst first pitch ever. Did you see the video?
1: Yes. So, I did. just
0: to break it down for the I'm Open family out there, a woman, the White Sox had a sort of promotion where a woman who was an employee of the team had an opportunity to throw the first pitch, and she threw the pitch directly at the cameraman and hit him in the camera. Michael, did you ever play baseball yourself?
1: No, I never did. You never did.
0: Do Mm -hmm. you think you could throw a better pitch than this lady? I need to find her name and give her the credit she deserves.
1: Uh, I think so, just because, like, that's a pretty big miss. Going from the camera person to the pitcher is just, like, they weren't even standing next to each other. It'd be one thing if, like, the cameraman was right behind the pitcher or something like that. But he wasn't. He was way off to the side, too.
0: Yeah. To be fair, the cameraman was about three feet to her left, and uh, she hit him. St- I think the most. Well, first of all, though, have, you know, you've never performed, you've never played baseball in front of you know thirty thousand people. So there's a lot of pressure. And maybe she's yeah. good at baseball, but you know, when that moment having camera on you and everything, you know, sometimes you throw where you look. So she was probably looking at the camera, and then that's where the ball ended up going. You know.
1: Yeah, that's true. But how many rookie pitchers throw out the first pitch and do that? Yeah. None. But maybe it was actually a great throw
0: because she hit him right on the camera, which is really hard. It's really difficult. I mean, but to that's hit the coming camera. from
1: like it's so bad that it's good. That's mm-hmm. like that's just a different idea. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like little pump, right? <laughs> exactly. Something Like yeah, that, yeah, where yeah. it's like you can't believe how bad right. it is. It actually turns out to be good in the end. It's like all yeah. the way around the other end. Mm-hmm. So, maybe that's like a thing. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe she's an artist. Maybe she was just tricking us. Do you think she was tricking us?
1: I mean, people have done crazier.
0: People have done and, crazier. And
1: she totally, that could have been purposeful, 100%. Maybe she just wanted to get famous.
0: And she is famous now. Like, exactly. not, even on the article, they were like, a lady who threw the pitch. They did not give <laughs> her a lot of credit. So, another crazy baseball story. I don't know if you heard about this. And I feel a little embarrassed we're talking all this baseball, but it's just, hey, when it comes, it comes. Carlos Correa, he plays for the Houston Astros, and he got injured. He broke a rib. Um, but he actually broke his rib getting a massage. Do you think he's lying? Or do you think he was actually getting a massage that broke his rib?
1: I don't know. That, I mean, you could give him the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time, that's a pretty... Confusing. That doesn't really make much sense. It also depends. Yeah. It can't just be. You can't just say a massage because, like, there are mm-hmm. some crazy types of massages where people are like walking on you, hurting you. Whereas, like, yeah. like there there are many different types of massages. Please
0: elaborate. What is the craziest
1: massage you have gotten? I have not. That
0: is appropriate for everyone in the I have Open not family, obviously.
1: A crazy massage, but I've heard of. Are they Thai massages where they walk on you Uh and just really hurt you, I guess? But apparently the next day you feel amazing. Huh.
0: Yeah. Have you ever gotten a massage that seemed like it was maybe pushing a little bit too far and you had to say stop right there? I have not. (laughs) Uh, We have, I think we've got some people in the audience who have, so we're going to just have have somebody tag in here. Yeah. You've gotten one. I have. Just introduce yourself quickly before we get get going. Yes,
2: this is Skip Weiler from C Bus. There we go. And I've gotten a massage. It was the place was called Best Massage. It's on Bethel Road in Columbus, Ohio. Not to plug them, but I'm going to and uh, they don't know me, but I do know them. Yeah. And that's actually, how it always works. Exactly. <laughs> actually, there's a story. I was waiting for my massage and another lady walked in and she thought I worked there. So she uh. was waiting and asking me to do stuff to her and I'm like, "Sorry, <laughs> sorry lady." And then, so then finally they come really out. Just
0: one question. I just need to clarify. What was she asking you to do to her?
2: Well, some massage stuff. We didn't get, we won't go that far. Okay. But anyway. Okay. So, but then after, after the people came in and she realized they didn't work there, they call us in the back. Well, they think we're together. And so they're uh, telling well. us to go into a room and both get undressed together. So we're both like, no, no, no. That's not us. She's, <laughs> she's over there. So, but anyway, I'm in there and I had a bad back and this uh lady comes in and they didn't speak a lot of English and so I'm laying there and I don't pay any attention. Well I'm thinking this lady is really working my back really hard, like real hard. And so I kind of peek my eye open to look. Well she's standing holding on a pole on the ceiling and are standing on my back just working me hard with her heels. Ah. And then the worst part, or maybe the best part, was when I turned over, and then right in your groin, real close to your the corner there. Yeah. Oh yeah. She gets, yeah. she works that real hard, and so hard that you're you are making noises. And I had the lady next to me, I heard her screaming. <laughs> and I don't think she was screaming in a good way. It was, it's like it hurts so bad, but it hurts so bad it's okay. good. Wow. So that's my massage Just story, like and page. it was awesome. And I would definitely go back.
0: And so you would go back. So yeah. like, but you you could. So you could imagine uh, a situation where maybe a rib would get cracked. They're going a little too hard. If you said, give me some more physicality, then maybe they would push it. Or did yeah. you feel close to getting injured that time? Or maybe mm-hmm. the woman was?
2: I think they know how far to push. I'm with Michael. I think there's got to be more to the story. Yeah. You don't just say it was a massage. You would have been a little more elaborate and said it was a massage, a Thai massage, where they she was standing or... He would have been more of a description. So I'm, I'm suspect.
0: You think he lied? Yes. Yeah, because you got a really hard massage. You survived. You do crack, crack a rib that you know of. Any other people with, with? Good, I mean, we got. We can open it up to the, to the audience here. Is anybody else would like to share their massage stories that obviously that you're you're comfortable sharing with the world, uh, and and everyone in the I'm Open family around the world who listens to the show. <laughs> Bob. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll move forward, and if anybody thinks of a massage story, uh, just shout it out. Thank you so much uh, for that story. I appreciate that, and you know, that's the that's why it's called I'm Open. If you're inspired, hop on in. We're ready for you. We are ready for you. So, 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 just before we move on, or do we do we agree that we think he's lying? Do yeah. we think he's lying? You yeah. think he's lying as well? Yep, yeah. We all think he's lying. So, uh, I, uh, all right. So, if we think he's lying. <laughs> Now let's take it to the next step, and then probably like to say if this is true, what else is true? So if this isn't true, then what else? What like what 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 was going on? How do you think this man cracked his rib in his home? He doesn't want to say what happened. What do you think he might have been doing?
1: Uh, something very embarrassing. Okay, like
0: uh, uh, so, I mean, what what could be so embarrassing? More, I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Let's just get creative. I mean, what could it be? Maybe. Electric scooter that's from the that's is embarrassing that is from the audience here Maybe he was reaching for something underneath his bed Yeah, I guess that's not that embarrassing
2: I think it's something mundane where if you like fall down the steps or fall in getting Mm -hmm. into bed or out of bed something silly and stupid I don't think it was anything crazy or sexual or involving animals personal. <laughs> While we all want it to be and we wish that were a case, yep. <laughs> I don't think that is. I think it was just something really silly and stupid that he's embarrassed to tell people about because if you were doing something crazy sexual, you might insinuate that because that might give you some some credit. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about me. Yeah. It was getting wild.
0: <laughs> yeah, that type of thing. No, I know. I mean, uh, I do think you're right. You're right, Skip. He's like, the guy's like 24 years old. So if you like crack your rib, well, it could have been like maybe with a with an animal, but not like a sexual animal thing, but just maybe, you know, you were walking your dog and sometimes your dog pulls too hard and you, you trip and fall down. Uh, and then maybe he just fell down, cracked his rib. That's definitely possible. Another super weird injury actually happened very recently. And that was for, in the Green Bay Packers, they just started their... Uh, spring trip. Well, I guess they've just started their, what's it called? Summer yeah, camps, summer camps yeah, yeah. OTAs. We talked about voluntary team meetings last, last time with Tom Coffin, who doesn't understand what voluntary really means. But this one, I think the whole team was supposed to be there. Now, the weird thing is, it wasn't actually one of the players that got injured. It, it was the coach. Now, the Green Bay Packers, they just hired a new coach, Matt LaFleur, and he was playing basketball in his free time, and he ripped his ACL. Now, do you, think, do you think this is going to affect the
1: team? I mean, he's ha- a coach. He doesn't really need to be physically active whatsoever. So, no.
0: No, but no. you don't think it's bad karma maybe? The coach
1: on like the first week of practice already tore his ankle? Maybe it's good luck. Ooh, Ooh, maybe, maybe it is good luck. Yeah, maybe he's taking the injury away from another player. Like instead. when a bird poops on you,
0: it's supposed to be good luck. <laughs> exactly. So, maybe it's like that type yeah. of thing. Yeah. But I have to say, one time I went to Coldstone. And um I left, I was at so I was in Silver Spring and a bird pooped into my ice cream cup. Wow. And I didn't think it was good luck at all because I had to throw it away. And Coldstone's
1: kind of expensive, so I was just no ice cream for me that day. What if that ice cream was poisonous and that bird Ooh. just saved you? Good point. Yeah. So you don't really know anything.
2: If a bird poops on you, it's not good luck. No, I think that's definitely bad luck. I I think that is bad luck, yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that it's bad luck, but I don't think it means like you're going to get more bad luck. Same with Uh the team. So I think it's bad luck that he tore his ACL, but I don't think it means that the team is going to have more bad luck. So how they
0: say like lightning doesn't strike twice. Exactly. A bird. You know, only one bird will
1: poop on you at a time. <laughs> exactly.
0: Basically. Well, that's yeah. good. Maybe that now that the coach is injured, like you're saying, Michael, maybe now nobody else will get injured. Maybe they're kind of safe for the rest of the season. I think it's weird because we were just talking about the injuries. A lot of times when guys do get injured, uh, like, like Skip, your friend, was saying – A lot of times they'll lie about oh i was in the i you know they and it turns out they were in the shower or they were like jet skiing or like with jason pierre paul a couple years ago with the giants he was doing fireworks and he blew his like thumb off and a lot of times they lie about what it was because it was embarrassing or because they're not really supposed to do that Mm -hmm. um but this like at least he admitted and i guess for coaches they probably don't really have like clauses in their contracts
1: that say like you are not allowed to play basketball or whatever because you're just a yeah, coach. Yeah, you don't. I mean, yeah. Even if you do get injured, you can yeah. still coach. You can still do what you're getting yeah. paid to do. Have you ever gotten injured? I have. What well, What was that? Uh, I broke my arm when I was like ten. Yeah. So yeah. how did how did go down? I was chasing my dad's boat, the trailer. He was yeah. Driving, and I was trying to get to it, but I wasn't fast enough, and I tripped. You were and, running after the after yeah. the. So the boat I'm, was was being dragged by his truck. Exactly. Okay. Yeah.
0: And then you just fell down on your arm and it just cracked. I tripped over a ball. Oh, you a tripped over a ball. ball. You know the ones in my driveway? Oh, like yeah. the sort of landscaping yes. balls you have. Yeah, wow.
1: So did, I mean, what did you feel like? Good luck, bad luck? Uh, I didn't really think it was luck at all. Yeah. It was just like, that was dumb. Cause I felt that was my fault. It yeah. wasn't like luck. It was like something I did. You know yeah. what I mean? I forced that to happen. Wow, you're I really
0: hard on yourself. It. I mean. You blamed yourself. <laughs> I your mean, I guess. Thought.
1: Wow. But
0: I'm sure, did, did maybe you got some nice attention at school. Were people signing your cast yeah, or anything? Yeah,
1: everybody signed my cast. It's pretty
0: cool. Mm-hmm. Gives you a nice little, you know, something, a little conversation starter. You're right. Yeah. So, but
1: maybe you get tired of it eventually. Definitely. Wow, which arm left or right? It was, I think it was my left. Yeah, yeah. it was my left because I could still write with my right You could still write. Do you feel like your strength is back? Yes. You're already back to full strength. It's it been several years. a couple years, but yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm finally i i was blessed to break my uh right wrist and i didn't have to do any writing stuff for a while so that was really cool i got to just kind of chill nice. in class yeah. and watch everything that was great so sometimes you're right it is a blessing in disguise People sometimes lie. People sometimes change the truth to show maybe the story that they want the public to hear, uh, maybe that they think is is more, you know, more presentable for the for the world. Now, just recently, it came out that Rob Palinka, who's the currently the general manager of the Lakers, there's a lot of backstabbing going on with the Lakers. Yeah, Magic hates everybody on the Lakers, but he loves the Lakers, but he you know he hates everybody who's there but he wants them to succeed and he's a laker for life but he can't believe how people backstabbed him and everything so it's a big it's a big uh, hullabaloo and it's recently come out and a lot of people are using this as an anecdote to like explain his personality rob polinka who's the general manager of the lakers had a little speech in like a seminar um, that was like an educational thing for the team and he was having a speech and he said that a couple years back kobe Who he represented Kobe as his agent, and that was how he eventually ended up getting his job for the Lakers because Kobe's connected to the Lakers, and he, um, you know, so was Rob. So Rob was telling the guys last year that Kobe saw the movie The Dark Knight, Batman. He loved it so much, so he asked his agent Rob Palenka to introduce him to Heath Ledger, who was the Joker, I believe, in that movie. Um, because he loved the way he performed and Kobe wanted to learn from Heath Ledger. How do you perform on stage? Cause I want to perform that way on the court, like a killer. So focused on my craft. And so Rob Palenka said, so I linked up Kobe, Heath Ledger, they had dinner together and they really like shared tips of the trade. Now the only problem to the story, it sounds really great. It sounds like an awesome story. Only problem was Heath Ledger was dead at the time. RIP, very sad. Uh, you know, that part isn't a joke, but it is sad. Heath Ledger, RIP, gone too soon. He passed away right at, actually before the movie even stopped filming. So they had to do some weird stuff for some scenes. Do you think, um, is this forgivable that he, I mean, that he lied about introducing Kobe basically to somebody who, I mean, the, like by the time the movie was out, Heath Ledger was
1: not alive. So it's really impossible for this story to be true. I feel like this is just a case of somebody who's, like, it's not necessarily, like, a damaging lie. It's not that, like, important. But where he is, like, in his life, he's, you know, he works for the Lakers. He has to know that he can't just, like, say stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he needs to be more conscious of, like, that people are watching him. Because, like, you can say that type of stuff when you're just talking to your friends. Because, Mm -hmm. like, nobody's gonna really, like, try to prove you wrong. But when you're you know talking in a professional like setting mm-hmm. that's something where you do need to be honest about that and that's something that like i don't know what he was thinking but he should think more
0: yeah though sometimes it's yeah it's inspiring you're right though he has a big responsibility because that's at his work i mean so i um when i first got to college You know, everybody's introducing each other, you know, to their friends, new friends. Everybody doesn't really know each other. And I went to a school where there was like a lot of famous people's kids at my school. I'm not going to drop, you know, I'm not going to drop which one it was. It's a pretty good school. Anyway, uh, so I thought it was funny when I would go out, I would tell people that Enrique, uh, Enrique Iglesias was my dad. (laughs) <laughs> and I thought it was really funny because a lot of people, a lot of people had like famous parents. So it wasn't, and people were really excited about, about knowing like, oh, her dad's this, his dad's this. So it didn't seem that far fetched. So once a, I tried it just a couple times for fun and people totally believed it and were like, wow, that must be hard for you. Your dad is so, you know, hot and what do people say about it and what do people ask you about it. So then eventually, like, I kind of, My friends, like, knew the drill, like, and this was very early on freshman year, so people didn't know each other well enough to, like, be like, no, it's not. So I would tell my friends, like, yo, I'm going to be Enrique Jr., so just watch my back. So then sometimes I wouldn't even say anything, and then one of my friends would be like, yeah, like, have you met um, Enrique Jr.? Like, he's, he just don't ask him about it, because it's just, he he hates it. Just treat him for the man that he is, not his dad, (laughs) and... I had a lot of great conversations. I met some people, you know, I met some people and had some really fun conversations with that. But like you're saying, I wasn't working. Do you think I should have gotten in trouble for this because I didn't really have any consequences? I think a couple of years
1: some people did like I mean meet me later and realize like <laughs> that it's not him, but there there's multiple like things to look at for one, like intention mm-hmm. is important because your intention was just to have fun. You were just trying to have fun with that. Mm-hmm. Whereas he's trying to convince them that he's like, like he's trying to show off. Like when he said that, it like some it sounds like he was trying to like make himself sound better. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like intention goes along with it, but as well as like the setting that they're mm-hmm. in. If he's in a professional setting and you're just going out with your friends, one mm-hmm. is definitely more like reasonable to lie in one setting than the other. You're a wise guy for your age. <laughs> Thank you.
0: You know, but and here's just, you know, on the, on, the other, on the other side of the coin, I do think sometimes people lie to us to inspire us. So is that like a good way to lie? Like sometimes your parents kind of lie to you. I, I'm sure your parents don't. But sometimes parents in general lie to you or grandparents. Like when I was a kid, I would go out every day chop wood feed all the neighbors cats like and then it's like no you didn't actually there's no way you actually did that but people sort of misremember but then they're really just doing it to instill lessons maybe in their kids like my grandmother cannot stop talking about how she fell down a whole flight of stairs and broke her leg on her first day of college i know it's true but like every time the story gets more and more painful and soon enough she broke both of her legs and her arms and her jaw right so it's like (laughs) it's like we know grammy we know Oh, you're tough. Right? And and oh, there was a, it was the worst cold spell ever that year. And, you know, there was potholes in front of every but I know she's trying to instill, you know, that tenacity in us and start until determination in us to to, you know, work hard, stick to itiveness Do you think it's okay in those cases like some, you know, sometimes I think, you know, teachers, parents, coaches sort of have white lies or maybe what they consider white lies to try to inspire people?
1: I mean, once again, I think it just depends on the intention because mm-hmm. if if you're trying to do something good, then that's me that's probably makes it better, but it yeah. also just depends on the possible outcomes of it. Because if you say something that like to try to inspire someone and then like the only possible outcome from that is to inspire them, like they only they're not going to take that the wrong way, and nothing mm. bad is gonna result of it, then that's probably okay, whereas if you say something that actually could have a bad outcome, that's probably a lot worse because something bad could happen.
2: Yeah. Now,
0: yeah, speak, get in here. Get
2: speaking in here. of intentions, did Enrique meet any girls?
0: Uh, you know, Enrique Jr. met a lot of different people, and that was part of the fun. <laughs> that was part of the fun. So, But I, I really think a big part of it was just to entertain me and my friends. Entertain my myself and my friends. Um, I do, I did meet a lot of people though through it, and I think I thought it was a fun thing. Like, but it, I would kind of have to watch my back because if it was somebody that then knew another friend of mine, or they would be like, "Oh, hey, did you meet David?" And suddenly it was like, "Oh, I thought that was um, Henry." I would say they called me Henry, like Henry, but with no H. So I had like the whole thing worked out, and my friends knew too. But um, no, I met a lot of people through, but I had to, I, I eventually I had to cut it off. Definitely by the second semester of college, I couldn't do it anymore because I went to a kind of small school. People started to kind of know who was who. And, um, and I did have some times where I would like introduce myself to somebody later on and they would give me a look like, I thought I already knew you. I thought you were, um, Enrique Jr. Um, and I'd be like, Hey, I'm David. And then they would give me like another little side eye. But luckily i I got very lucky that it didn't ever really come back to bite me too too heavy
2: yeah i think like like michael says it's all in the intention so i think Mm. if your intentions was to pick up girls that would have been wrong Mm -hmm. if it's just to have fun with people that's fine yeah and it's like the coach i don't know what what was his intention it doesn't sound like it was just to have fun and when he does it he loses credibility and so now now when he tells you something you're going to believe him
0: now do you guys think speaking of that whole thing Do you guys – so Kobe was a part of the story. Kobe obviously has a huge reputation. Kobe is a brand unto himself. Do you guys think Kobe should have come out and said, no, that's not true. I never met Heath Ledger or do you think Kobe should just stay out of it?
1: I mean it seems like Kobe and he have like a close personal relationship. So if I was in that situation, I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't wouldn't say anything at all. I'd probably just lay low just because like one, that's my friend. And like even though he did something wrong, I'm still like – I still want to like, want the best for him. But at the same time, like, I don't want to like lie for him and then get caught lying within the lie. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So, what about you? Skip? Like, what if somebody was like, man, I went out fishing with Skip. The boat got caught in the mud and we didn't know what to do. Skip just grabbed the freaking thing and just yanked it right out of the lake and then uh, carried it all the way back
2: home. I, the problem Would, is, Kobe's an accomplice just by saying, mm-hmm. not that if you don't say anything, somebody lies and you don't say anything. Well, then you're pretty much endorsing what he said. Mm-hmm. And so somehow the question I have is, was Kobe Kobe in on it? Did he already know? Did they plan mm-hmm. on it? If it came out of the blue, I'd get Kobe not wanting to throw him on the bus saying, no, that's not true. But he can also say, I don't recall that.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't recall that is a really great defense.
1: Yes.
2: Uh, for a lot of different Seems situations. to work
1: a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and and I think you're right. Just by not denying it, sometimes you are the accomplice. If somebody says you did something and you don't say you didn't do something, then people are kind of like... Si- sometimes silence is implied.
1: Yeah, agreement. And, right? Yeah, but I also feel like the difference in the, in the stories, in one, it's like, it is, the story was saying what Kobe was doing, mm-hmm. but the whole point of the story was to show what he was, he was doing, not Kobe, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, like, the story you said about, like, Skip, that was all about him. Yeah. And so, like, and then for him to, like, deny it is actually about, like, it's somebody's talking about him, yeah, he's trying to talk him up, you know yeah. what I mean? Whereas, like, he wasn't trying to say, talk up Kobe and say, look, look how great Kobe is. He's trying to say, look how great I am. Look what I can do.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. What I want to know is why Why pick that lie? You can pick a <laughs> yeah, lie that nobody yeah. can prove or that's unknown or ambiguous, or you can say, no, that's not exactly what I meant. But yeah. why you pick a guy who passed away and say you met him? It's like, that's pretty obvious people are going to figure that one out.
0: Yeah, that is a pretty obvious one.
2: That's a pretty obvious,
0: like when, uh, it was kind of like when Donald Trump, did he say like Frederick Douglass is a great friend of mine or something like that? It's like <laughs> the guys have been alive for like 300 years. So you pick a lie that you, it's a little bit harder to, to just poke, poke holes in with that one when you said yeah. like Kobe and a dead guy had a dinner. It's like pretty hard to, to convince.
2: Yeah, you can say Mexico is going to pay for the wall. Well, they're going to. It's how and when and where. <laughs> you can always fudge that. And so that's a lie that's harder to prove and harder to track, even though it's obvious to anybody who has a brain. Mm-hmm. But uh, so pick a lie like that that you can say, "No, well, I didn't mean they were going to pay for it in cash. Mm-hmm. I meant I morally, mean, like, yeah, no, exactly. morally Emotionally. Years, yeah, yeah, exactly." Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Obviously, Kobe left, LeBron came, Rob Polenka came, Magic came. They didn't end up making a super team, but there is still a super team in Los Angeles for people to cheer on and support. Because LeBron James Jr., Bronny, as they call him, and Zaire Wade, Dwayne Wade's son, have decided to link up and play high school basketball together next season. Is this unfair?
1: Is this unfair for the other teams
0: for the other high school teams who are playing
1: against these guys. I mean, it seems unfair, but it's within the rules. And if you're not breaking the rules, then I think that's fair, right? Yeah, as long as you do follow the rules. That is tough. I mean, I think they're going to a very fancy
0: school where like Scottie Pippen's son went there. Um, A lot of other big time guys go there, rich people in LA. So it makes sense. It makes sense that they're going to this school. But this does seem like it's stacking the deck. LeBron James, Wa- Ju- I mean LeBron James Jr. and Zaire Wade, Dwayne Wade's oldest son. I mean, it's like it's like deja vu all over again with the Miami Heat.
1: Yeah, that's true. But I also feel like. We were only talking them up because how famous their, like, family is. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, if they had their regular skill set and we had no idea who they were and they joined up, chances Mm -hmm. are we never would have heard of that. Because how many high schoolers do you hear, like, them talk about? Like, Zion was always hyped up. But other than him, you weren't hearing about, like, anyone else besides, like, Sharif O'Neal. So, like, if they weren't famous, then nobody would really care that much, I feel like. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah, you're right. Now, some other awesome young people athletes just won the spelling bee and i guess those are athletes in a different way brain athletes or spelling i don't know exactly what they call them but that was like on espn or something it's pretty exciting this year the spelling bee made history i don't know if you gentlemen heard there were eight champions eight people tied all tied for the spelling bee title now personally if that was me i would be like this is this is stupid I don't want to be tied with eight people. That's like being in eighth place. Would you want to be tied with eight other people to win? Is that worth it or
1: no? It just depends on how confident I am in my spelling skills. Because if I feel like I can win and I can be first, then I would want to be first if I have the opportunity. Mm -hmm. But... If, like, I did not think I was going to make it that far in the first place, yeah. I don't care. I technically won first place, and I'm happy that it's over, and I made it even if technically I didn't beat everyone.
0: So an eight-way tie still feels like a win to yeah.
1: you? Yeah, I think so because I would never expect to make it that far in the first place. Mm. To, okay.
2: me, to me, it feels like you're kissing eight sisters. Oh! <laughs> right? Which maybe is a good thing. Hey, shout-out to Probably the Mormons out here. Right.
0: Shout-out to the Mormons and the I'm <laughs> Open family. That's not, the hey, if you do what you guys like, no hate out here.
2: I don't think it's incest. <laughs> it's polygamy. Either, either way is what they go for. But I wouldn't know because I'm not Mormon. But I don't. I would not. I think it's how yeah. can, you can't have eight winners. Yeah. That's just. That's not. You don't have a winner. That it's would like, be
0: like if the March Madness got to the elite eight and then just stopped and was like, "Good job, everyone."
2: You you have tiebreakers for a reason. Mm-hmm.
0: So what? I mean. So do you think the spelling bee should change? Obviously, it seems like spellers are getting better and better, as are probably all athletes in all different sports and competitions. Do you guys think the spelling bee should change so we don't have this again? Next time, there might be 20 people who all just tie for first place. Do you guys think we need to make some changes in the spelling bee?
2: Yeah, I definitely do. Keep keep spelling. Keep spelling until you <laughs> get it. <there>. Keep on spelling. <laughs> keep on spelling. But,
0: okay, for example, these guys were doing really hard words already. Like, do you think... What if they can just all spell every word?
1: I think they just need to invest in some harder words. Because there are some long words that I guarantee some of them have never heard of. And I think to get rid of some of the people, they just need to throw in a huge one every once in a while. What, a, what about a foreign, foreign language out. word? How about mm-hmm. that? Some, yes.
2: you got. You, yeah. If they can spell every word in the dictionary, then you've got to have another way tiebreaker, not a coin flip.
0: Well, that was what they said. Eventually, they were like... All right, guys, you're doing great. We ran out of words. Basically, that was what they said. I think they went 47 rounds, and none of the kids got any words wrong. So they were like, all right, like, got to give you guys a break. We're running out of words, right? So maybe there's a different way. I think part of what the spelling bee is it's not like a head-to-head thing. Like, you can spell a word right, I can spell a word right, and we both move on. Right. Whereas, like, basketball, if you're trying to shoot, I can block you. Or, or football, if you're trying to score, I can tackle you, right? So what if...
1: Maybe they need to make one of those. Mm -hmm. What if
0: they were spelling at the same time? Fastest. Fastest speller.
1: Right? Maybe that's
0: what we could do. Yeah. And maybe you just have headphones on or something so you can't hear the other spellers and it's more of a race.
2: Yeah, you got to have something. You got to have something. They should definitely come up with a way. And I don't Mm -hmm. think anyone likes flipping coins.
0: No, flipping coins is lame. Or maybe add some physicality to it. Maybe you can tackle (laughs) the other speller as they're trying to spell.
2: Or maybe the youngest speller. The youngest Once players. you get to the end, the youngest is another option. I don't. Mm-hmm. I I like maybe four. There's got to be a word they can't spell. Oh, no, there's not definitely plenty language. of words. No,
1: in the English language, there are so many words like that aren't even in the dictionary because they're so long. Just give them one of those. Like look up the longest word ever. So it's not. I'm a pretty name? sure it's like hundreds of. I saw it in a dictionary when I was in like fourth grade. Ah. It's like a full page. They can't spell that.
2: Wow. I think they
1: can. I don't think they can because I don't think they know what the word is. Uh-huh. I just...
2: Well, that, they must.
0: But see, I feel like these they're...
2: guys
1: spell a lot of words that they don't even know, though.
2: Like, That's it's not true. It's about knowing the words about
0: yeah. phonetically knowing... Because they're like, what's the country of origin? And they're like, okay, French words have this type of spelling and then they kind of like use their problem solving to you yeah. what letters That's
1: true.
2: Like. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Here's, I guess, the other yeah. question on spelling. They don't all spell the same words. They spell different words. Yeah. Right? Well, that's not fair. What happens if you get a really difficult Mm -hmm. one? So, I think they had to change that format. And yeah, but what happens when it? you spell
1: one right and then they ask me the same word? You don't I already it. know
2: how to spell it. You yeah. got headphones or you're in a soundproof booth. You know, yeah. And you can, whether it's the same time or different times. Because one guy may have the hardest word and he may get it, and everybody else, now, only one person has the hardest word, right? Yeah.
0: Well, hypothetically, it depends on what's harder for, for each person. Yeah.
2: Know? Yeah, but how, yeah, how
1: can you, you can't really determine which one's going to be harder because you might have practiced one word and not the other.
2: It just completely depends, but mm-hmm. but that's why it would even it out if you all had to spell the same word
0: mm-hmm. at the same time with your eyes closed. Yeah, but that's and not with, a, with with your ears
1: covered. That's just not how like tournaments and playoffs and stuff like that work. They aren't evened out. But like has like you never are gonna play. You never are gonna know exactly who you're playing. You know what I mean? You're not gonna mm-hmm. know what you're gonna do. You're not gonna know if you're gonna play the best team and the worst team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If like in the NBA. If like the eight seed beat the one seed, you're playing a whole new team than what you expect. You're playing a lot easier team, but you don't know that. That's not how sports works. Well, you don't know
2: who you're going to spell against, but you know you. But I'm talking spell about what? the
1: word. I'm I'm comparing the teams to the word.
2: I'm, yeah. But in the, if you compare that, you all know if I shoot the basket from beyond the arc, I get three
0: points. You get three no matter what. That's true. So maybe they should have some words that are worth, like to you guys are saying.
1: Maybe they should have yeah. five-point
0: words, ten-point words, or like Scrabble, one-point words. If you just have these I words.
1: agree. That's a good idea. It's hard
0: to know. It's hard to know. It is exciting. And obviously, spellers are getting better and better and better. You know, this is a I mean. A lot of people don't think that they're real athletes, but um, they obviously are, and it's very impressive.
2: Maybe they should focus on something more worthwhile. And I only Ooh, say that. Ouch! I, like I what? Only, I only diss <laughs> the spellers because I do not know how to spell. I mean, I, I personally feel like spelling
1: isn't something that like need. You don't need. You need to know how to spell, but all mm. those huge words, you don't really need to spell those. You can look them up on Google. You there's know, know what I mean? Where it's yeah. not like you can play as good as Tom Brady like that. Where yeah. Google can't play that like professional football, sport for
2: you. Yeah. You're right, but maybe there's some other cerebral sports besides uh-huh. just spelling words. Mm-hmm. And I guess there are, like chess or something. Or chess or. or, 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 chess or, or Physics or things that are way over my head. Yeah. That's something from the crowd. Debating.
0: Somebody thinks debating is a good one. Yeah. Um, He
2: he doesn't know what he's talking about.
0: (laughs) Big news of this NFL offseason was Odell Beckham Jr. moving from the New York Giants, which made me very sad, to the Cleveland Browns. We're not talking about all that. What we're going to be talking about is Odell Beckham's new car.
1: Yeah, the Rolls Royce. The Rolls Royce. I just saw that like ten minutes ago. No, like right thirty minutes ago. You're but, getting ready yeah. for it.
0: Couldn't have been ten minutes ago because we were on the air. I, yeah. And I hope you weren't checking your phone. But he, Skip, I'm not sure if you saw this. Odell Beckham got a new Rolls Royce, and he had it customized so the hood ornament is himself. Oh. Is yeah. this too far? Like I, so it's like some people who like wear like a shirt like with their own face on it. Now, Skip, I know a lot of people wear shirts with your face on it, but do you do like do you wear the shirt with your own face on it, or do you kind of like like to have
2: other people wear it instead? Yeah, I I don't do that. Yeah, exactly. And it is too far, but I like it. It's like he's that's who yeah. he is, and that what he what he does. And the further he goes, the more people like, and the more people enjoy it, mm-hmm. especially for professional athletes. So go for it, man. Yeah. Now, people are gonna talk bad about you, but. As long as they're talking about you, that's probably better than if they're not talking about
1: you. Good press is... I I, I agree. I just think, like, like, personally, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But, like... I don't see anything. I think that's like fine for him to do that, especially because he's so big. He can do what he wants. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to have public opinion on his side. You know what I mean? He's yeah. a star, and he can really do what he wants. It's and that's awesome. something. Yeah, it's awesome. Right? Exactly. Yeah, I'm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go the other way here, gentlemen. I think it's a little corny. I do think it's a little bit corny. Like you, like I, you know, if you're LeBron James, like or whoever you are, it's kind of weird. Like if you go out to like the supermarket and you're like wearing your own jersey like it's a little weird right so say odell pulls up to the club and it's like oh i wonder whose car that is i guess it would be weird if somebody else had an odell hood ornament on their car too but it's kind of weird to have your own picture on your own car uh i don't know like it just seems a little pushing it like we know you think you're hot stuff you're in the nfl obviously you are but you know we do need to let everybody know this is your car
2: yeah, it's over the top for sure, but that's Odell. Yeah, like, what exactly. About, what about Michael Jordan? He's got the Jordan. He's got the Jordan, yeah. Jordan wear. now. I don't know that mm-hmm. he wears it. He probably does, yeah. But I don't think people would think too much about that, but that's mm-hmm. not over the top, like the car, but uh, Odell is over the top. Yeah, it, I agree that's yeah. also the
1: personality. Like you were saying, like LeBron and like Odell, they're just two different personalities. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron, if we would be very surprised if LeBron did this, and he like yeah. got a Rolls Royce with him dunking as the hood ornament. Yeah. Whereas like Odell, we're like, oh, that's cool. Not that surprising.
0: So it's totally different because obviously Odell is super, super famous, but a lot of people do this where they get their own name tattooed on themselves. Yeah. What know. do you guys yeah. think about that? Because that's kind of similar. It's like, if I, if I just tattooed David on myself, it's like, what is this, a name tag? I mean, what are we doing here? I
1: mean, getting a t- permanent tattoo, like, on your body uh-huh. is much different than getting a hood ornament on a mm-hmm. car when you can, like, especially yeah. when a car for him isn't really that much. You know what I mean? No, like, it's a car Exactly. So I feel like there's more of a, like, that's a different comparison. That's just like, I, I think it's dumb if you tattoo your name on your body. Like, that's just, that's kind of dumb. But yeah. at, what about you, I agree. Steve? I agree
2: with Michael. I think that's silly. Why would you get your name? On the other hand, your initials, like um, a monogram, you get yeah. a monogram on your arm with your initials, that might be kind of cool.
0: Well, I feel like the initials is a shout-out to your family more, right? Because you have your last name, too. That's but special. if you just have Michael, it's like, yeah, yeah we know. Right? Okay. What if you
2: just have your last name, though?
1: Right? Yeah, that's. I, I feel like that's more like it depends what you're doing it for. Because if you want to do that because you have pride in your family name, then that's like a pretty reasonable where like idea where it's like if you're just like oh it's because it's my name I want it on me that's kind of dumb
0: yeah Of course, we can't say goodbye without recognizing our Mask Off Performer of the Week. This goes to someone who has showed us something new and taken their mask off this week. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be bad. It just means they have taken their mask off and revealed something new about themselves this week. Of course, this segment is inspired by and dedicated to the one and only Future. Thank you. Future, so much for all that you've done for us. Mask
1: on, fuck it, mask on, mask, mask on, fuck it, mask on.
0: Mask- This week, our Mask Off Award goes to not one individual, but actually a team of individuals, and that is the Colorado Eagles. Now, these gentlemen are a minor league hockey team. They formerly were a part of the East Coast Hockey League up until this season, in which they switched over and they joined the American Hockey League. The reason they have won the Mask Off Award this week is because well, they walked off last season as champions in their final season in the East Coast Hockey League. They left with a bang and they left with a sweet, sweet flavor of victory in their mouths. There's nothing better than that. But That wasn't enough for the Colorado Eagles. No, it wasn't. They got the trophy, and they never gave it back. They never gave it back. And that is why they are the mask-off performers of the week as a team. Now, I'm not sure whose idea it was. I don't know if it was one of the players, one of the coaches, owner, management. I don't know. Fans. Could have been anyone. But all I know is the Colorado Eagles have taken their trophy hostage. I I don't know if hostage is the right word because they're not giving it back. And they've kept it. And I think this is one of the ballsiest, coolest moves I have heard of. I'm not a huge hockey fan. But from now on, I will be rooting for the Colorado Eagles. No doubt. No doubt. Because they let everyone know. Not only were they the champions, but no one else was going to be the champions. No one else was going to get to hold the trophy, smooch the trophy, fill the trophy with beer or chili or... Fritos or, or whatever funny things they like to do with it, take it to their hometowns, drive it around in their convertibles. They weren't going to be able to do that because the Colorado Eagles are keeping it for good. Now, this actually came out just last week on the radio. Maybe a little slip of the tongue, maybe not, maybe a little threat, maybe a little shout across shot across the bow to let people know that this was going on. But the gentleman Who was a former commissioner of the East Coast Hockey League, Patrick J. Kelly, the trophy is actually named after him. It's called the Kelly Cup. And he was on the radio, AM 1230 Toledo, and he said, quote-unquote, I don't know if I should say this or not, but Colorado kept the trophy, if you can believe it. They still have it. This is a new trophy. There he's talking about the trophy this year. They won the cup two years in a row, and their owner just said, We're going to keep it. Now, okay, I guess that answers my previous question about who said they're going to keep it. I guess the owner. That's pretty dope. But the owner, he he came back and he said, Look, the management of ECHL has full knowledge of the situation with the Kelly Cup. We've made numerous attempts to return it. They have chosen to ignore our request. Therefore, the Kelly Cup remains in Colorado. Did they try to return it? Did they not try to return it? Who knows? He's, of course, covering his own... Back, saying they tried to return it, but we've all been there before. That's the old, I tried to call you, but you didn't pick up. I tried to text you, but you, my phone died. I tried to do my homework, but my hand hurt. We've seen, we've seen it all before. We've seen all the excuses before. I've tried a lot of them before myself. So the old, I reached out, but they didn't reach back. It didn't work out. Oh boy, I was trying to meet up, but we didn't have time to meet up, and I wish we could have. Love it. I love it. And they're keeping the trophy. And they're not going to give it back, and I don't think they should give it back. They've won two in a row, they went out with the bang, and they're the champions. I think they feel like, if we're not here in the East Coast Hockey League to defend our trophy because they moved on to the um, American Hockey League, who I mean, who no one deserves it? Because they're not going to knock off the champions to get the trophy. So they might as well just make a brand new trophy for the new champions. Because these folks, the Colorado Eagles, are not willing to relinquish their championship. They're not willing to relinquish the Kelly Cup. Because they earned it twice in a row. And they went out with a bang. So this is a lot of respect. This is something I've never even seen before in sports. I mean, sports have been going on for a long time. Long, long time longer than I've been alive, longer than anyone who listens to the show has been alive, back to when you think of the the first Olympics, back in, you know, ancient Greek times. Rome versus Sparta, the first rivalry, right? It's like Michigan-Ohio State. Those guys really, you know, hated each other, and they had to wrestle naked, and they didn't have full Nike equipment. They didn't have Gatorade or any of that stuff. So sports has been going on for a long, long time. And I've never heard of a situation in which the championship team literally does not give back their trophy. They keep it for themselves. I know the Stanley Cup playoffs are going on right now, but the cup that I'm really worried about is the Kelly Cup because these guys are making a statement that has never before been made in the world of sports. They don't think any other team is deserving to even touch the cup, to smooch it, to snuggle with it, to go swimming with it. Whatever they wanted to do with it, they're not going to. They might as well make a new one. They've gone ahead, made a new replica. They're still calling it the Kelly Cup. They're having you know all the old winners and everything inscribed in it, just like old times. So don't you worry, all you East Coast Hockey League fans out there. Yes, there will be a new Kelly Cup for the champions this year. But the Colorado Eagles will forever hold their last Kelly Cup. And that's what I like to call going out with a bang. That's why these gentlemen are the mask-off performers of the week. They took the trophy, they took the money, and they ran. And they're never coming back. Talk about leaving wanting more. That is literally what they did. They left without a trace. And they um, hit the jackpot, uh, went for for gold, found the other side of the rainbow, brought home the bacon, and they did it all. And these guys obviously have a lot to be proud of, two-time champions, and they're not giving that cup back, and I'm really proud of them, and I hope that other teams in the future follow these guys' lead. Don't give that trophy back. Don't give your trophy back. If you really think you're the best, why give it back? Make them really force you to give it back. Make them fight you to give it back. Make them sue you to give it back. Maybe bribe you. Make them send the SWAT team to your house in the middle of the night, like Elian Gonzalez, to take back the trophy, okay? Fight for your trophy. It's not enough to just fight on the field or on the court or on the ice or on the uh, pitch. Don't back down even when the season's over, even once the next season has begun, okay? If you have a trophy that you really think your team has earned, why would you give it back? You don't have to just be champions for one year or one day or one season. You could be champions forever. And if you think you own that trophy, keep that shit. So that's why the Colorado Eagles, I'm proud of you guys. I never really knew about you guys before this But you know from now on, you'll have a big, big fan here from the I'm Open podcast. The I'm Open family will be behind you 100% no matter if you're in the East Coast League, American League, Canadian League, Mexican League. We don't care because we got your back. And and don't ever give that trophy back. Don't you ever give it back because that's a symbol of your tenacity, your teamwork, and your victory that you guys have earned. You earned that shit. So don't ever give it back. And is there anything before we go that either one of you or both, you can both have a chance, would like to share with the I'm Open family out there? Because I know there's a lot of people listening around the world. Um, Is there anything you'd like to share with them?
2: Yeah, I'd just like to thank you, David. I love the I'm Open podcast. I listen to it all the time. You've probably seen it on in my car. I got it pre-programmed in my car. So uh, I love doing it. Keep it up, man. Keep it up. I love listening.
0: Thank you. You know, it's, it's, it's people like you who inspire me to keep going and make me know that it's all worth it, that I'm not just uh, talking to myself, you know, uh, in the studio. So that's what it's all about. You know, you really warm my heart when you say stuff like that, and um, that's why I make it so people listen to it. What about you, Michael? Anything you'd like to share? Any projects coming up that you want the people to look out for on iTunes, <laughs> on
1: YouTube? or uh... um, I, First, I'd like to thank you for having me of on the course. show. Of um, course. i got to say that we, I, I've got some stuff in the... In the lab.
0: Okay. <laughs> Anything yeah. we can share? Is it a secret
1: right now? I mean, you know what? Because this show is just so great, <laughs> I guess I just gotta... You know, I wouldn't do this on any other show. <laughs> of course not. I wouldn't say this to Oprah. You're gonna get live, ladies and gentlemen. You. Breaking yeah. news. Breaking news. Uh, so we, we do have like a short Kanye-type album that's seven songs. Mm. Yeah. That's completely done. And I think we're just gonna release that. And since... Most of my fans don't listen to this podcast. But they will and This I'll, episode. Sure I'll tell will. them not to listen to this episode so, oh, they, don't know, to to so they don't know this or I'll just okay. not okay. show them this part. Yeah. But we're planning on releasing that and then like a week later, out of nowhere, releasing just another album like that. Two that in a nobody's row. Nobody's expecting. Exactly. Double maybe not album. Maybe not the week after, but like let, yeah. it, let the buzz go down a bit yeah. and everybody's like, okay, like a month after and then drop another one like that. So is there a name on the uh, first project that's about to drop? No. Not yet. There's not a name. Do you want to tell the people out there in the
0: I'm Open family maybe where they can follow you on Instagram or where they can f- follow what, you you're, what you're doing? You can
1: find me on Instagram at mwiler 6 and that's about it. You can find me on Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify. Have Still have, have a lot of little stuff on SoundCloud, but... Hell
0: yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you guys so much for coming onto the show. I hope it's the first time of many. You guys were incredible guests. Thank you for your stories, for being vulnerable and being open with me. And of course, that's why it's the I'm Open podcast. And uh, can't can't wait to get you guys back in the studio again soon. Thanks again for listening to I'm Open Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends to listen to the show. And now, you can let the whole world know about your very favorite podcast with your very own I'm Open Podcast gear. All you have to do is DM us at Open underscore pod to get your own I'm Open Podcast hat shipped to you anywhere. Everyone, have a great night, and don't forget to stay open.